and welcome to Wide World of Fan Fiction, where fan fiction is treated as the high art form that it is, the purest form of literature. And today we have a very sexy, very special, very I'm aging next week, so I'm not doing an episode. It's, it's the erotic episode of Annie May, in which there was a lot of erotic <laughs> because people are perverts. But I chose, but I perused the shelves of fanfiction.net and chose a bleach fanfiction about my baby daddy, the man with the most daddy energy in soul society. <laughs> the I've said worse. The Kinpachi himself, the leader of Division Eleven, the himbo who could really use a GPS, the man who found a child and got concerned towards the end for her, <laughs> the demon himself who has a who has a zombok toe so big we only saw it at the end of Bleach. Also, maybe his you know what, Zoraki. <laughs> That's right, and in this fanfiction, high quality self-insert OC fanfiction, <laughs> she shows this what a pervert. Hey, I know you're attracted to fictional characters too. <laughs> He's a Scorpio. Anyway, it, today's story is called No Regrets. It's my hot, it's my hot dad Sunite. <laughs> hot dad Sunite. A Zoraki Kimpachi slash reader insert fanfic. And it is romance and drama. It has six chapters, 10,739 words, 17 reviews, 63 favorites, 63 follows. It was updated in 2015, so, you know, not too long ago, actually. Yeah, I was in, I, I was in grad school then. Actually, no, I was working where... Anyway, I was probably horny. Anyway, <laughs> it was published in 2014. And, oh, I actually, ooh, I wasn't caught. Oh, oh, yeah, I was. I was too busy to read this, but now we can. <laughs> do we want to listen to this episode? Oh, hell yeah, you do. <laughs> what nepotism! I can't believe co-executive producer Bob Fett allowed this. I told him to allow this. <laughs> He was going to get fired if he did it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Wabu Fett. I would never fire you. Let Mama get all excited. <laughs> if I ever get a P.O. box and people who like me, I know what I'm going to get a lot of now. That's the only fictional character she's attracted to. Nope, no, no, no. Exclusive. I exclusively have only attracted to fictional characters. It should be a sexual orientation. It's that bad. <laughs> it was a new day in soul society. The halls and pathways, path in pathways with an apostrophe, fairly busy with various members of the, resp of the respected Gotei Thirteen. Silent was a welcome sound that was until profanity shot through the air, accompanied by the harsh and panic striking of wooden sandals to bamboo flooring. 
Shit, 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 shit. You're going to be late. Quickly, he ran around a corner, bumping into a man. He let out a scream as he met the floor, his paper scattering around him. Sorry, was all you could say. Staring around another corner, you could see Division Eleven's insignia. Quickly, you made it through the doors. Shit. They had already began roll call for the new recruits. Maybe you weren't too late? Your pals at the academy told you not to enlist in Division Eleven. Your high scores in healing were more than enough to be placed in Division Four. It was more it was most it was most sane individuals' worst nightmare. Killers who fought each other and anyone else like a pack of wolves dying for scraps. Hell, you had heard rumors that over half the men there were cold blooded criminals. And the captain, good God, the stories you had heard about him. He would slice his own men in half and not give so much as a sideways glance. He was a monster, fearless, fearless, psychotic. Hell, he courted both, both death and war on a daily basis. Guess that is why he had the name Kinpachi. You shook your thoughts away and you caught sight of the man taking roll call. He didn't seem like the brute everyone warned you about. Hell, they must have all been pulling your leg. This man had feathery brows and the most feminine hairstyle you had ever seen. He wasn't even that tall. He seemed like the pamper type who made his men do all the work. You grinned. It would be easy to sneak into assembly. He wasn't even paying attention. Hell, he seemed to be checking his nails for dirt, to tell you the truth. With a few steps, you made way out from their halls and into the open. Fear shot through you, though. No one seemed to be looking at you, but you could feel someone watching your every move. But that didn't worry you much. You had stuck into the line, just as the feminine fellow called out your name. Here, sir! The man's bored face shot up to you. He seemed shocked that you were there. Though his mouth pulled to a smile and he finished roll call. Captain Zaraki will be here shortly to start your training. The edges of his smile seemed to fade as he wandered off to the sidelines. Wait, did he just say, Our captain will be here shortly? You could feel the panic in your chest rising. Keep cool, you got this. No need to worry. As if on, as on, on cue, the air grew heavy. The spiritual pressure around you was intense. Hell, you could hardly stand. And just when you thought your knees would buckle, all froze. A psychotic laugh shot through the air, and it demanded attention. A large man landed before the group, his grin wide and menacing. He didn't even bother to look at his new men. He just sparked out order, his voice loud, demanding. And oh, God, were you getting riled up? What is wrong with me? You thought... I know what's wrong with you and me. <laughs> he stood there, engulfed in his voice. He made you feel small. His words began to distort within your mind. Oh, how he made you feel so small and oh, so vulnerable. And that is how you liked it. <laughs> oh, God, no. You screamed in your mind. I shut tight. <laughs> but then you realized it was quiet. And another scream attacked. Hey, what the F are you waiting around for? With a flip of your lids, you notice you were the only person still standing in line. Everyone was off in the distance, running laps and sparring. Then it hit you. Someone was still staring at you. Someone was yelling at you. They were right in front of you. A hand reached out to grab your face, but your color eyes. That was the single orb of the captain just before any contact was made. Oh shit, I am gonna die. He froze, as if he wasn't sure what the F you were. He watched you, his face unreadable, though he looked hungry, like a lion watching a lamb. But he seemed confused, maybe puzzled by your presence, wondering why the F a female was here in his division. So he watched you, like a hungry lion watches a turtle! What the fuck? Do lions and turtles?
be that turtle. What the, am I a turtle now? <laughs> like a lion watches a turtle. <laughs> I, that's a great quote. Your eyes darted around his <laughs> It's the imagery you get it when you start reading it out loud. <laughs> you read it like, oh, oh like a hungry lion watches a turtle. Oh, kind of weird. You read it out loud, then you picture a lion just watching a turtle. Just <laughs> Where would these two animals meet each other? Turtles trying to escape the snooze like lions like I'm watching you. Hey, hey turtle, hey, hey. slow down. <laughs> Let me catch you. I need that. I need that on some something. I need that embroidered on a pillow. Your eyes darted around his face. Scar, eye patch, strong, manly ridges, and a good God, you didn't dare look further. <laughs> oh no, he's hot. Oh, shit, did you just say that out loud? Oh, no! His face scrunched up and eyebrow raised, even though he totally doesn't have any. Come again? He spoke in his throat a small growl. Oh, no, it's hot, sir! Eyes lowered and he raised his face. He could practically, he could practically, he, pract he could practically could smell the bullshit in the air. Get your ass to the training yard. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir! Yeah, yes, sir! You begin to scramble off, only to leave one of your sandal behind. You attempted to put it back on, only using your free foot, and shit, it wasn't working. Worst of all, he was right there watching. His face confused, but that confusion twisted into satisfaction. You were panicked on, on how he loved to chase his prey to slaughter. Shit, shit, you picked up your sandal with your hand. You only made it about six feet away from him before dropping it again. Sweet pickle dicks, it's like that. You sat down on the ground and began putting your sandal on. You could hear him laughing. Hell, you bet everyone in Soul Society could hear that laugh. Get your ass to trading, and that was it. You panicked, and all that shot through the air was the crack of your sandal. The straps had broke. You sat there, eye-wide, your head slowly turning to face your captain, who, needless to say, was still assessing the situation that, could, that couldn't have just really happened, could it? His mouth opened and you got up and ran. Hopping off into the distance, you joined the other members of Division 11. What the F have I gotten into? Only once did you look behind yourself and sh he was following. And you panicked again. The awkward sound of the cloth and tap taking the, the air as you made it to your destination. But much to your, di to your distaste, you ran into someone again. This time he wasn't so passive like the man this morning. You bumped into Ikaku Madarme. And that was chapter one, division eleven. Chapter two does um, the rest of these don't have chapters titles. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You are a turtle being watched by his sexy sex life. That's a different anime. <laughs> I need some water. Okay. <laughs> you want to effing fight? Word spat out, dipping with file. 
dripping with vile. Ikaku was in no mood to, to deal with any more edgy recruits. Spinning around, he locked onto your orbs. But much as a dismay, he wasn't expecting you, of all people. His anger vanished as a smile took his features hostage, and within a flash, he embraced you warmly. Needless to say, you were very relieved to have bumped into a good pal of yours. Eh! What are you doing here, girl? His face red with cheer, though we paled watching you fumble over a simple sentence. Eyes narrowed, and before you could assemble a measly word, he spat out of, out of aggression. Out aggression. No, you do not but don't belong here. Why do you know what they could do to you? Everyone here is a bunch of sick perverts. Eh. God damn you, uh, you effing stubborn. His eyes trailed to your hands. How hard you were clutching your sandal. Made he, made he stop. Lowering his gaze even further, he studied your feet. What the eh? I broke it, Ikaku. Relaxing the vice-like grip he handed over to Ikaku. A sigh escaped his lips. How? Brow raised, he studied the sandal momentarily before giving you a bemused glance. You, she, can, she can't put the damn things on right. Though thought women were all about shoes. He practically jumped, the voice in your head screaming at you to freeze, not to make a sound. He was right behind you, observing your behavior with his third seat. Ikaku glanced at Kenpachi and then at you. Don't know why she is here in the first place. Eleventh Division is no place for a girl. His voice deep rough on how his words pushed your buttons. <laughs> Spank me with that sandal, Daddy. <laughs> what chapter do you think that's it? I, I, I might have to reread this because I can't remember what chapter that's in. Alone, by myself, later. Not even no, just all alone. Everyone is gone. It's dark. The lights are <laughs> not enough to not read, but that's. And look for that. <laughs> I was a good girl. I didn't do that first because I had a bunch of other stories to go through. But I'm going to be a bad girl. <laughs> I'm so good. I forgot which one it was. I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. I was caught off guard. That's all. You snapped back. Voice straining to demand attention. Ikaku's eyes were wide. What the F were you even thinking right now? Stepping back at Zuraki like that and totally being punished later. <clears throat> Laughter shot from his throat. Oh, and you tell me what you were expecting. Flowers, ponies, scented effing candles. Well, well, no, but... You began to panic. He was so close to you. Practically screaming into your thoughts. He engulfed you, made your mind blank, his face above yours. Challenging your previous outburst with his own. A Kimpachi, she was probably put off by your intimidation. That's all, Ikaku smiled, waving his hand before him in a passive gesture to ease the tension. Shh, that's what they all say. The large captain withdrew himself for the presence of the two. Though he stopped his walk abruptly, barking back a few final words. Ikaku, since you know her, you are responsible for her. Tra better, better train her good. Make sure Gurley can hold a sword. His laugh was loud, echoing through your mind. Even when he was watching his division member train you, train, you could still hear it. Ikaku let out a sigh, grasping his forehead. Guess you're stuck with me now, he, see he seemed worried. How much work it would take me to make sure you were kept safe. God, he would have to be attached to your hip every second of the day yet again. He wouldn't mind that. Well, you are better than anyone else, you smiled. His positive, his posture, posture straightened and he beamed with excitement. Well, guess we should train, huh? Then we should get you a new sandal. A few hours passing in Kaku spent them happily showing you and your new sandal around division. 
He preferred this to watching sweaty men try to outdo each other. Although some people do, although some people do like that. Uh, this isn't part of the story, but have you ever watched Spartacus, Blood and Sand? Yeah, sweaty men outdoing each other. Uh, what, what, what are you doing here, you pervert? <laughs> Or the bathroom showers over there, though you won't be using them. His voice stern as he continued down a few halls, obviously passing quite a few large. I don't know what. Then, wh then where, pray tell, do I shower and do my business? Raising her brow, you continued to follow Ikaku, obviously walking through areas in which bedrooms were held. Though occasionally he would glance over her shoulder, watch you knock over empty sake bottles, attempting to keep up with his pace. Here is my room. I am third seat, so I get a fairly spacious room. And my own bathroom with a small bathing stall. You mean with excitement? You will use these instead. Less of a chance that anyone will interrupt you. Though tonight you may have to sleep in here till we find a room close to mine. He awaited your response, only to turn around and watch you slink away. With haste, he ran after you through the halls that you explored. Don't be a baby. It's just for one night. Hell, we bunked together longer than he came to a screeching halt. Huh. Yes, there is a vacant room after all. He sounded disappointed. Ooh, I sense a second there. I sense a romantic rival. You stuck your tongue out. Ha! I will be more than accommodating to use your bathroom and shower, but this room is mine. You sat on the floor victorious and proud. The room was surprisingly tidy, floor and walls bare. A spare sleeping mat on the floor. A, a extra table. Even the walls were clean and there were no manly smell no manly smell lingering about. It was perfect. Everything there was a reason as to why this room is empty, Ikaku smiled widely. Nope, hush, I won't have you ruining my happy day. You wastefully shoved Ikaku out of your room. Now what else is there to do? Ikaku snorted. Fine, fine, I won't ruin your perfect day. To be honest, is it it is past trading hours, so most of the guys will be coming back here. Guess that means you survived your first day. Congratulations. We should go out for a celebratory drink. His smile sheepish. I'm up for a drink or two, maybe seven. You laugh following Hinkaku out for a drink for a drink of celebratory drinking. <laughs> a drink of celebratory drinking. Hello, bartender. I would like a drink of celebratory drinking. <laughs> I'm a turtle who wants to fly. I think you've had enough. <laughs> Hours seemed to pass like minutes at the bar. Yoni Kaku had caught up on old memories. He laughed at new ones made today. Quickly and with fits of laughter, the two of you made it back to Division Eleven's gates. You practically shoved Ikaku through the gates, attempting to hurry him up. Hick, damn it, woman! He stumbled to catch his balance. Shh, Ikaku. You will walk the beast, you began to giggle, covering your mouth as you both snuck through the hallways. The only beast you got to worry about is the end of your corridor, Hick. He, he, sm he smiled darkly, quickly walking over various bodies that slept on the walkway, occasionally stepping on one, on one here or there. Hell, it wasn't his fault they chose to sleep on the floor and out of their rooms like savages. Your face paled. What do you mean? You fell over a body trying to catch up the giggling man. Catch up to the giggling men. The stranger grunted and and simply rolled away from you. Ikaku, you eventually caught up to him, granted not as fast as you would like to admit, but it was fast enough. 
He placed a finger over his lips, signaling for silence before you could speak, and damn, did he look tired. But in games, tomorrow is training. Probably gotta have to go over the new recruit documents with Gampachi. You should get sleep. Gotta battle some men in the morning. Training starts at 7 a.m. You blinked a few times, and before you knew it, his door was shut in your face. Ikaku? What do you mean about the beast, Ikaku? It was useless. You could hear his snoring from the other side of the door. Sighing let, a, sighing, let a smile creep to your features. All you could think about was the new sleeping mat in that clean room. All yours. With haste, you silently clopped your sandals to the hall. Though you froze momentarily before one of the three doors that, res that resided in this hall. Yet pink decorations littered across the door's face. He snorted. Maybe that feathery man, whom he learned held the name of Yumachika Ayasegawa, had unique taste. Stopping before your door, you look a bit farther down the hall. There was but one door. Ugh. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. With a shudder, you opened your room with, and with open arms welcomed the Sandman. And what time is... Ooh. We might not have time for a third chapter, but... I wish we did. I wonder who's behind that door. <laughs> I wonder whose pink door that is. Anyway. There were some grammar and spelling. I'm, so, I, I'm sorry. I'm having trouble remembering what they were because reasons. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, weird apostrophes. Honestly, that is not the worst grammar and spelling we've seen. And just. Oh, gosh. I'd recommend this just for all the weird things. Paint up in this. Like a lion, like a hungry lion watching a turtle, a celebratory, a drink, a celebratory drink. Okay. My drunk uncle has a lot, has had a lot of those. Anyway, this, this is a pretty good, and this could have been more over the top and sexual for itself, insert fan fiction. So far, it's not been. I don't know. You're not. But the rest might be just warning you. But <laughs> I actually don't hate this, despite the. Wait. God damn it! I did a weird thing. Yes. Could. Actually, I really, really don't. <laughs> and not because I'm biased and and this and the and the but the dad is in it, but it's actually. This is a very, uh, it's just, uh, this OC is, like, not too Mary Sue-ish, which is really, <laughs> like, in romance dramas, they're like, oh, I don't know what a penis is, it's like, oh, and, and, and then they, when, then, like, when they get to the sex chapter, like, they just assume the most athletic positions, it's like, oh, really, you didn't know what a this seems like a normal woman or person. Hey, guys could be into the Kenpachi. <laughs> we could watch together. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear that. Anyway. And yeah, the characterization is actually pretty good. So I give it that. And I think I just need some spell check. Please don't get rid of the of the weird saying. Those are a, a hungry lion watching its turtles. 
I don't think lions eat turtles. <laughs> Do lions know what turtles are? Maybe after a celebratory drink of drinking, they do. <laughs> Let's see what else Hot Dad Sunite has written. They, this portion might do. Oh, only one. Okay, they wrote only one, but oh, they write stories about hot ad, hot dads. Or anyone who's going to be shoved into the dad category. And oh, this is a multi-person account. Oh, but they have an also all archive of our own that is totally not safe for work. If you want it's hot dad, you hot oh hot dads unite. I'm sorry, I was reading it all Japanese because bleach and also whew, the spiritual aura from my computer was just where is that sp sandal spun sandal spun? I don't know what I want. Just give me. Who needs grammar when you're horny? <laughs> Seriously, who does? It's like, honestly, with these, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, they're probably not going to. They're, they're in a mood. They're not going to want to check grammar. And nah, that's fine. What, okay, when do they start banging? <laughs> that's kind of the point of these anyway, isn't it? So I would like if you, if you fixed it. Oh, that would be nice. My inner OCD is like, but my but my inner um, demons are like shh. It's fine. Shh, it's fine. Shh, where is this? We where is it? Which one was it? The five or six? Six was the update. Do they actually do they? How many Zaraki Kimpachi erotic fan fictions did we read, woman? <laughs> Too many. I'm over my grim gel phase now. I'm in my kickbacky phase, and also, I'm not sure if grim gel has it. <laughs> Although, according to several fan fictions, mostly involving Orihime, he does, which I don't know how those exist. No, 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 no. no it's a mystery. Uh, the Lord came to me in the night and was like, hey, didn't you know that Grimby and Horahime get it on a lot? And then I was like, no, uh, thank you, Jesus. Do you want a snack? Oh, you're so good to me, Lord. <laughs> Jesus loves me, this I know, for he tells me Horahime blows. The <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a naughty girl who needs to be punished with a sandal. Anyway, that was no regrets. If you, okay, there's only one. You can go to the archive of their own file because there will be a link in the description. And uh, and you can definitely go to that for all their super fun, not safe sex, not, not safe for work stuff, depending on your work. And thank you for listening. And also, if you want to come on my Give me some money for advertising, whatever, all of that spiel fun stuff. As you can see, I am not above doing Adam and Eve. <laughs> I just like stuff that gives me money because I actually would like a sucker microphone and I actually have bills and stuff. Oh, and a Batman birthday party to pay for if you want to come to that and donate to the James Project and see my face in person that is also still kind of horny and very, very sexually attracted. Just bring me a lot of Scorpios with daddy energy. I will also accept those donations. <laughs> but no to leave in the morning and not text me back.
You know what you're here for. <laughs> the FBI is going to blackmail me now. Anyway, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. And, um, oh, also submit your own to the Facebook page, too. Or, I might not say it, but if you could personally submit, I will. I do read all of those, for, some for more for fun and pleasure, but they don't get it. But hey, you, at least you got a reader on If you have any idea how hard that is, organic reach and stuff. Anyway, thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. And also, go get some! <laughs>